ان الحمد لله نحمده سبحانه وتعالى ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله ثم اما بعد اخواني واخواتي في الله مدي برادرز اند سيسترز ذا توبيك فور توداي in fact uh, this topic is a, is a very sensitive topic and and i thought about it many times how to start to speak about it and i will start with the ayah from surah al-ankabut allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said ba'da a'udhu billahi minash shaitanir rajim bismillahir rahmanir rahim ahasiban nasu an yutraku an yaqulu amanna wa hum la yuftanun ولقد فتن الذين من قبلهم فلا يعلمن الله الذين امنوا ولا يعلمن الكاذب ولا فلا يعلمن الله الذين صدقوا ولا يعلمن الكاذبين the people when they said we are believers they think Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala not going to test those people if they are believers indeed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will test us like Allah azza wa jalla test the people before of us In fact it is not only when you claim that you are a believer or you are a muslim that means Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala not going to test you and let's take the example of the prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam prophet muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam 13 years in mecca 13 years they torture him they hit him they kill his companion make embargo against the prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and so on and even 10 years in al Medina, he is in a struggle, 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 continuous struggle, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam with his companion. Of course, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave the challenge in the Quran and he show us that is that, that will happen to you. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, we will test you min al khawf. We'll test you some kind of fear. And if you look at the reality, my dear brothers and sisters, we live as a Muslims in, in tremendous amount of fear in, in the country, outside the country, any place, anywhere with khawf wal and the hunger hunger look at the Muslim world in fact the Muslim world is very rich extremely rich but when you find the hunger you find the hunger in very Muslim areas only and also that people even some certain people they have the money they have the wealth but still Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala test the majority of the believers the majority of Muslims with poverty not only that we hear every day in every place in the Muslim world people getting killed every single second in fact Literally, every minute there is a Muslim getting killed in different places in the world, in the Muslim world. Take the example of Afghanistan yesterday, Iraq today, Palestine, Chechnya, Kashmir, and, and you name it. But all this, a 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says وَبَشِّرْ الصَّابِرِينَ Give the glad tidings, the good news for those have patience. They have sabr. When the calamity and the hardship happen to them, they say the statement, قَالُوا إِنَّا لِلَّهِ وَإِنَّا إِلَيْهِ رَاجِعُونَ That's why the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said in the authentic hadith, عَجَبًا لِأَمْرِ الْمُؤْمِنِ He wonder for the matter of the believers, of the believers, إِنَّ أَمْرُهُ كُلُّهُ خَيْرٌ Anything happen to the Muslims, to the believers, is always good. And he said, this is only for the believers. He doesn't say for the Muslims. No, only for the believers. Why? In If some kind of happiness, something good happened to, you, to him, to the believers, and he thanked Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for that, and that is good for him. And the opposite, If there is calamity and hardship happened to the believers, and that person have suffer and patience still and that is good for the believers and that was the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and he mentioned this hadith and he looked at the and, and this hadith actually happened in Medina the hadith happened in Medina when the Muslims start to conquer and take over and they start to be rich and so on but in the both ways because this is a fitna to have the wealth is a fitna to be poor is another fitna. It's from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah azza wa jal says, I'lamu, we have to know, annama al-hayatul dunya, this life what we live in, la'ibun wa lahu wa zina. La'ib, enjoyment, gains, decoration, beauty. This kind of beauty attracts the people very hard. The people run after the dunya in fact. وَتَفَاخُرُمْ بَيْنَكُمْ وَتَكَاثُرُمْ فِي الْأَمْوَالِ وَالْأَوْلَادِ And also the people become so, sometimes some people become so arrogant. I have kids, you don't. I have wealth, you don't. I have this and you don't. Just like Allah Azza wa Jalla described this dunya, just like when those disbelievers, they get so happy when the rain comes down and the vegetation and the crops become so beautiful and they are willing now to care, to produce and give the money and then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make this produce and cultivations dries, yellow and gone. There is no more happiness. So my dear brothers and my dear sisters, this dunya is a place for a test, over test, over test, especially for the believers. But when we look at the reality, any long night after the night there is always dawn and morning. And in the same time, every calamity there is always ease. And live as long as you want, the, the end of the human being will be in a grave. Yes, my dear brothers and sisters, we're going as a Muslim through very hard very hard life and calamity and trials and tribulations all over the Muslim world unfortunately all over and sometimes you we come to the question why why this happened to us and you making dua and you raising your hand Ya Allah give us and give us and give us victory 
You hear everybody making dua, the same standard dua. We asking ourselves, what is the problem? What's really the problem with the Muslim Ummah? Why this is happening to all of us like this? And even here, we are around 10 million Muslims in America, and we cannot even have one single word, just like the Eid, for example, Eid al-Adha. It's coming. The people, this is the people in Arafat, and some people, they say, no, no, no. There is no Arafat. The second day will be Arafat. My dear brothers and sisters, that is fitna. And this fitna, we have to go through it. And we have to pass it. If we don't pass it, we lose. And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said the hadith Hudayfa ibn al-Yaman radiallahu ta'ala anhu qal, qala sami'tu Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, I heard the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam yaqul, تعرض الفتن على القلوب كالحصير عودا عودا The fitan will be displayed in front of us, in our hearts Just like a, a braided cane, حصير braided cane with the sticks Just like every stick, obvious the sticks be the fitan Many, many fitan and trials and tribulations فأي قلب أشربها نكتت فيه نكتة سوداء Anybody will be affected or absorb that fitna The fitna will be leaving a very dark dot on the heart وأي the opposite وأي قلب أنكرها نكتت فيه نكتة بيضاء And everybody and anybody reject the fitna not accepting the fitna, reject and fight the fitna, it will be in the heart a very white dot. Until the Prophet said, and the whole Muslim world will be two hearts. Good heart and bad heart. And he says, the good heart, the white and clear and beauty, there is no fitna will affect that heart. No fitna, but the other one will instead enjoining what is right, we enjoining what is evil, wal-iyadu billah, and forbidding what is right. And we see that sometimes, my dear brothers and my dear sisters. And the most dangerous disease to the heart is qaswat al-qalb, the hardness in the heart, the harshness in the heart. And this kind of fitan sometimes cause this kind of problem among the Muslim Ummah, even among themselves together. Yes, my dear brothers and sisters, and this kind of morals or morality is Billah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala curse it in the Quran and the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in the hadith because if the person he have this kind of harsh heart, that means there is no mercy. No mercy toward each other. Then that person have no fear from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That person start to hate the people. That person, he have closed heart. He don't want to listen to the truth. In fact, he will reject the truth. And the end of that person, وَالْعِيَادُ billah is Jahannam, the hellfire. May Allah protect us from that. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam say in the hadith, أَرْبَعٌ مِنَ الشَّقَاءِ He said, four will cause misery 
or unhappiness or distress for mankind. Four things. Number one, jumud al-ain, the envy, the hasad. You look at the things and you envy the others. The other one, qasawat al-qalb, the harsh-hearted, harsh and hardness in the heart. And the third one, طول الأمل, long hope, long hope. And the fourth one, والحرص على الحياة وعلى الدنيا. The person be so worried about the dunya, materialistic life and worldly things. My dear brothers and my dear sisters, طول الأمل, the one he have long life, that means he love a long hope. That means he loved the life. He want to live forever. He will never think that he have a mission in this life. Goal, a vision. He forget that, that person. Why? Because he want to live forever. That's why when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala describes those people that ahras in nas, they're so worried ala haya. Haya, any kind of life. But not us, my dear brothers and sisters, not the Muslims. We must have a vision in our life. We must see the truth. The truth. We have to know the secret and the purpose of our existence in this life. It's not like this, it's not any life. No. Our life should have a, we should have a plan for our life, my dear brothers and sisters. A plan to know exactly what you will do next second in your life. Otherwise, you will lose the purpose of your, of your existence. My dear brothers and sisters, we will be so ignorant if we think we're going to live forever. If we'll be so ignorant if we think we're not going to the grave sooner or later. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم حتى إذا أخذت الأرض زخرفها وزيلت. When we see this dunya, this earth, so beautiful, زخرف decoration, adornment, and beautiful, and then وظن أهلها أنهم قادرون عليها. We think we own the land. If we have the power, if we have the money, that's it. We are the superior. That's what we some people think. But when the order and the command of Allah and when the order comes in the daytime or the night time, then what's gonna happen? Allah will take it completely out. Wipe it from the map. You heard about the tsunami a few months ago. The tsunami, my dear brother and sister, we call it tidal waves. When this earthquake happened in the seafloor and caused this huge, massive, huge and massive waves, wiped the city completely. They didn't know. The people didn't know what going to happen. It would be by the second, just like this. Just like this. The earthquake, just like this. May Allah protect all of us from that. Ameen. For that, the Prophet sallallahu he gave the stimulation, the example of the dunya in the the example of the dunya and the hereafter, إِلَّا مِثْلُ مَا يَجْعَلْ أَحَدُكُمْ إِصْبَاهُ فِي الْيَمِّ فَالْيَنْظُرْ بِمَا يَرْجِعْ Just like someone see the, the ocean, 
the ocean with tremendous amount of water put your finger inside the ocean and look at your your wet finger do you think you decrease the ocean with any means you not that wet finger is your life and the ocean is the hereafter when the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam he saw al-harif ibn malik al-ansari he was sick al-harif then when he passed and he told the prophet salam and the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam qala ya harif kayfa asbahta ya harif how are you how are you doing today and the harif radiyallahu ta'ala anhu qal asbahtu mu'minan haqqan ya rasulullah i become the true believer O messenger of Allah true believer and the prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam he smiled and he said over look what you are saying for every matter everything there is a dalil there is a proof what is the proof what is the proof for your faith your iman and listen what he said فقال يا رسول الله عذبت نفسي عن الدنيا I abstain or refrain myself from the desire in the dunya desire فأسهرت ليلي I make تهجد all night وأضمأت نهاري and I fast in the daytime وكأني أنظر إلى عرش ربي بارزا just like he said just if i see the throne of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala front of me just as if i am looking at the people of the jannah visiting each other just like i'm looking I'm looking at the people of the hellfire getting punished and the prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam when he hear that he can see the throne of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he can see the jannah that means that person preparing himself to go back home the home is the jannah my dear brothers and sisters the prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam qala ya harith arafta falzam harith you know the truth stay like this stay like this ibn mas'ud radiallahu ta'ala anhu he said the prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam and every most of you saw this hadith actually riyad al-salihin they draw a picture with the square and and that square is a line in the middle he said the prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam khatta khattan murabba'a he make a square and he said wa khatta khattan fil wasat kharijan minhu there's the square and there is a line from outside the square to outside from the other side he cut the square to half and then the prophet he make with this line the big long line small lines and around the body or around the square small lines small dots or small lines and he says that square that is the life of a human being that the life of a human being and that long line bigger than the square the hope his hope from outside to all the way outside the hope and he said the prophet وسلم, those small lines this is the calamities and the tries and tribulations it will affect the people 
Some people will be saved and some people will fill in that kind of problems and calamity. But my dear brothers and my dear sisters, some people they become so busy with this dunya. That's why they forget Allah. They forgot themselves. When they forget Allah and Sahu and Fusahu, they make them forget their own life. May Allah protect us from that. And what happened to the Muslim Ummah, this is what happened, my dear brothers and sisters. They become like we have a lack of communication with Allah. Weakness in Iman and careless even about Iman for what some people. May Allah protect us from that. When but Allah Azza wa Jal, when He tests the people, He tests the heart of the people. Not any people. When Prophet Ibrahim السلام, he always dreamed to have a son. A son after 89 years still have hope. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he give him the news and he give him Ismail السلام. Ibrahim السلام, he was so happy and so excited as you know in the story. And he started to dream about tomorrow. This is the son who will carry my message. This is the son. My dear brothers and my dear sisters, suddenly out of this kind of love, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ordered Ibrahim to take his wife and his son all the way to the middle of nowhere. Desert. In fact, my dear brothers and sisters, when I say desert, I'm talking about the area of rocky area. There is no way with the scientist. I'm talking about geologist. There is no way in that certain area to find water. There is no way to find water because it's an igneous rocks and metamorphic rocks in that area. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ordered Ibrahim السلام, to leave his wife and his son in that area with the mud of water just think about it and he left water and some food and he left look at the test testing the heart this is the love this is the hope take him and take his mother too Ibrahim السلام, he fulfilled that command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you know the rest of the story and Allah saved Ismail السلام, Ibrahim السلام, he started to love more and more because he started to see his son growing and growing and go and visit him and he growing now he's a young boy he's a young boy but in our criteria he's a man with his thinking then suddenly Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave him the order to slaughter his son Ya Allah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said and he went to his son Ismail قال يا بني إني أرى في المنام أني أذبحك فانظر ماذا ترى I saw in a dream it's a dream it's not direct order from Jibreel alayhi salam it's a dream I saw in a dream that now I'm slaughtering you what do you think? that's something patience and a strong iman that's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala saved Ismail alayhi salam 
and saved even before that Ibrahim alayhi salam was in Namrud ordered his soldier to put Ibrahim in the middle of the fire Allah Azza wa Jal called the fire Ya Naru kuni bardan wa salaman ala Ibrahim be safe and cold upon Ibrahim alayhi salam that is the communication we are missing my dear brothers and sisters with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make our heart tough and rough yes my dear brothers and sisters I have a story to share with you and that story is not hadith it's only a story and maybe it's not a true story but listen to it the story when a young man saw a beautiful woman and when he, he went to his father and he told his father I really like that woman and I really want to marry her to marry the woman and the father says before you marry the woman I want to see the woman but when the father saw that woman and he said this woman is not good for you this woman is good for me I want to marry the woman <laughs> and then my dear brothers and sisters the son he got so angry he went to the judge to sue his father and he told the judge the judge said let me bring the father bring the son I have to make judgment and let me see the woman when he saw the woman and the father and the son and he said this woman is not good for you or for you is good for me I have I have to marry that woman and then both of them they got angry they went to the Amir and when the Amir he will make judgment he have to be fair he have to see the three parties and when he saw the woman the Amir says this woman is not good for you or for you or for you is good for the Amir for me I gonna marry this woman everybody got angry and the woman said I have a solution the solution is I will run and four men four of you run after me and whoever catch me I'll be belong to him and it's a good deal the woman she run and four men running after that woman the boy got tired and he fell down after a while the father after the judge who left the rich man the one who have the wealth and the power run 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 and after that he fell down who left the woman that woman she is the dunya the dunya we run run and run and run and we're not going to gain anything from that except your good deed بَلْ تُؤْثِرُونَ الْحَيَاةَ الدُّنْيَا وَالْآخِرَةُ خَيْرٌ وَبَقَى do you prefer this life this dunya but that is everlast the akhirah the jannah inshallah for all of us Ameen. That's why the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, "Hubb al-dunya ra'su kulli khati'ah." You love the dunya materialistic life is the beginning of every sin when you love the dunya because you can accomplish and you do everything, anything you want. May Allah protect us from that. That's why the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, "Al-din al-dunya sijn al-mu'min is a prison for the believers. This is the dunya. Wajannat al-kafir." is a paradise for the disbelievers Sijin prevent, prevent us to see Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala yes and the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said man asbaha wa dunya akbar hammu whoever wake up in the morning and this dunya the ultimate 
the absolute worries and concern, the dunya, the worldly things, materialistic life, the most concern. When you wake up in the morning, he said the Prophet Allah does not want that. And Allah will put in the heart of that person for evil and bad characteristics. Listen to those characteristics. If you have one of those characters, take it out of your heart before you meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Number one, worries and always, always worry about tomorrow. Always worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow, my dear brothers and my dear sisters, if Allah is with you, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will take care of you. Allah is the provider, so don't worry about tomorrow. Just leave it to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And number two, and that person becomes so busy, always busy, and he always have unfinished business. Poverty. He will never fear, feel that he is rich. And the last one. Hope. And that hope, he will never be satisfied. May Allah protect us from that. That's why Jibra'il alayhi salam, he came to Prophet Nuh. Nuh alayhi salam lives more than a thousand years. Qala ya aswal al-anbiya umrah, kaifa wajatta al-dunya? Oh, Prophet, you have the longest life. How you found this life, this dunya? And he said, I found this life like home house with two doors. I enter from one door and I exit from the second door. Yes. When that, when Abu Ubaidah ibn al-Jarrah radiallahu ta'ala anhu, he came from Al-Bahrain with money. With money, everybody heard about it, Sahaba. Everybody came to the masjid for Salat al-Fajr. The masjid was completely full and packed. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he looked at the Sahaba and he smiled. And he said sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, with a long hadith that is part of the hadith, Qalafa wallahi, mal fakr akhsha alaykum. He said, by Allah, I'm not afraid to become poor. I'm not afraid for poverty to become poor. ولكن أخشى عليكم أن تبسط أن تبسط عليكم الدنيا كما بسطت على من كان قبلكم قبلكم. I'm afraid for this dunya, this life to be spread. I'm afraid you become rich. And then just hold for the people before you, and then you will fight each other. You will fight and the dunya or this rich or this wealth will destroy you just like destroy the people before of you. May Allah protect us from that. Amen. That's why my dear brothers and sisters, call who is the smart and the intelligent person? Who is the happy person in this life? The happy person, the intelligent, the one he leaves this dunya behind him before the dunya will leave you sooner or later. And all of us, the dunya will leave us. Number two, ever build his grave with good deeds and good a'mal before you live inside the grave. And number three, and whoever please Allah before you meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And my dear brothers and sisters, be aware 
بي اوير فروم فور انفيجن اربع غارات فور انفيجن والانفيد اول اوف اس نو اكسبشنز نمبر 1 انفيجن غاره ملك الموت على روحك ذا انفيجن اوف انجل اوف ديث اوفر يور سول will take your soul بغتةً وهم لا يشعرون صدلي الله سبحانه وتعالى says أينما تكونوا يدرككم الموت ولو كنتم في بروج مشيدة in any place you are in any area the angel of death come and take your soul even if you are hiding inside sealed castle may Allah protect us number two غارة الورثة على مالك the inheritance when you die and you are in the grave your whoever have right over your wealth they will go and distribute the wealth among themselves that is a ghara that is an invasion the third invasion the worm ghara the dude the worm will be attacking the body in the grave may allah protect us from that and allah will create the worm within the body and number four invasion if you are unfair or unjust with anybody in the dunya in this life and you die those people they come and they take from your hasanat from your good deeds in the day of judgment you have to be careful because that is the bankrupt when the prophet sallallahu do you know who's the bankrupt that's the bankrupt the one he insult here kill here do this and do that in the day of judgment and even he come with the mountains of good deeds those people they come and they take it from his deeds and hasanat may Allah protect us from that we have to know my dear brothers and sisters this dunya is running very fast with a very fast speed is very close to end we look at the dunya and the life we think it is stable not moving but in fact is moving extremely fast we don't feel that is running but when we see the age and we're getting old or getting sick we feel that dunya is very short may Allah protect us from that and then this my dear brothers and sisters that this is not the end of your life in fact that this is the beginning of your life that this is only separation between this dunya and the hereafter that is is a barrier small tiny barrier that is the death that's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم فإذا جاءت الطامة الكبرى when this the day the start the day of judgment the gathering land when everybody will be under the ground and then will be resurrected يوم يتذكر الإنسان ما سعى you will remember everything you have done in the dunya everything you will remember وَبُرِّذَاتِ الْجَحِيمُ لِمَنْ يَرَاهُ For some people, الجحيم will be obvious. And they know their destination. Why? Because they take their book in the left hand. May Allah protect us from that. فَأَمَّا مَنْ طَوَاهُ Those people will be transgressed against themselves and against the other. وَاتَرَ الْحَيَاةَ الدُّنْيَا and you prefer this life فَإِنَّ الْجَحِيمَ هِيَ الْمَأْوَى the jaheem, the hellfire is the destination may Allah protect us from that 
واما من خاف مقام ربه ونهى النفس عن الهوى But if you are afraid from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you prevent yourself, refrain yourself from the desire, فَإِنَّ الْجَنَّةَ هِيَ الْمَأْوَىٰ The Jannah is waiting for us, inshallah, for that. So my dear brothers and sisters, your day is your life. This 24 hours, your day is your life. Consider this. If you wake up in the morning, don't wait until the night because you never know. Maybe the night will never come. Today you will live and that's it. That you have to put in your unconscious, your, in your consideration, in your mind. Don't look at yesterday and what happened yesterday, good or bad. And don't look for tomorrow. Because you never know, maybe tomorrow will never come. Look at this moment, this second. This when you see the sun rising, that is your day. This is your life. Just like you born today, and you will live today, and you're gonna die today. And my dear brothers and sisters, in this case, there is no difficulties it will be in your, in your life. No trips. And there is no misgiving for tomorrow what can happen tomorrow make you so worried when you are waiting for the future you may you make your life miserable because you never know what's going to happen tomorrow so why you think about something is not here yet but your concentration your creativity your power your thinking in today that's why the prophet وسلم, said if you pray Consider this prayer is the last prayer in your life. Consider it is the last prayer. That means if you pray Zohar, don't wait for Asr. Because you never know. Maybe your Asr will never come to you. Yes, my dear brothers and sisters. That's why this 24 hours make it hours. Every hour, every hour like a year. And every second like a day or a month. Separate it, just live this day. And it's take advantage of every single second of your life. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will ask you about your age and your life and your youth, about your knowledge, about your wealth, your money, how you gain and how you spend. Allah will ask you about this. So you have to prepare yourself for that moment, my dear brothers and sisters. And always prepare yourself to leave this life to the hereafter. But live with happiness, positivity. Be positive, unfortunately. Web of negativity among the Muslim Ummah now that's make our life so tough. Lose it, make it positive, my dear brothers and sisters. This is the best way, the best way. And be happy. Any kind of risk. Whatever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give you, be satisfied with your wife, with your husband, with your son, with your daughter, with your job. Stop complaining. Stop. And look about tomorrow. That is the Jannah, not tomorrow. It will be Sunday. No, my dear brothers and sisters. And live without sadness. To make your heart so loose, so happy. Forget the sadness. 
If you remember yesterday, you will feel sad. If you think about tomorrow, you will feel sad. So live your moment. Live your, your day. That's why you'll be no disturbance. And no... You'll be completely satisfied. And no hatred and no envy when you think about your moment. My dear brothers and sisters, if you eat something good today, something very nice, forget about what you ate yesterday, even if that thing is bad. If you drink something beautiful, forget what you drank yesterday because we are in this moment. Yes, my dear brothers and sisters, if you convince yourself that you live only today, then you will take advantage to build yourself in a good way and good manners and to purify your soul and then tell yourself I will live today and I will be virtuous and righteous with good morality with good iman and I will take any kind of hate from out of my heart and envy and leave the future for tomorrow but you never know because tomorrow is not even reach the planet earth yet tomorrow it's something is not here yet so why we think about it yes my dear brothers and sisters you never know tomorrow you have to build the bridge for tomorrow and this bridge maybe you will never build it you have no time to build it maybe you will be collapsed. Maybe you cross. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala help us to cross the bridge to the hereafter, to the Jannah, insha'Allah, Rabbil Alameen. And when you look at tomorrow and think about tomorrow, my dear brothers and sisters, you will have a long hope. As the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned in the hadith we mentioned in the beginning. And when you have a long, long, long hope, you will be so attached to the dunya. More attached to the dunya. And that's exactly what the shaitan wants. Shaitan shaitan promise you with poverty. So think about tomorrow because you are afraid to become a poor. And not only that, and order us, the shaitan, to commit evil things. And Allah Azza wa Jalla promised us maghfirah. Maghfirah wa fadl. Maghfirah forgiveness and bounties. The one he have and control your soul he is the one you have to think about yes my dear brothers and sisters the water flow going in front go with the water flow with the wind and instead you fight against the wind and the water flow and don't wait for the people to thank you do good and leave it to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala don't make this dunya the most concerned because you're gonna lose it if you think about it too much and always a smile as the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa says a smile is the charity is a hasana and when you have this kind of angry face you declare war against the people when you have the angry face so always a smile and speak good insha'Allah rabbil alameen and some people my dear brothers and sisters they become impersonated adopt the characters of the others and the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa said clearly in the hadith we will, some people they will follow the steps of the people before of us step by step and the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa 
He cursed this kind of people. So don't forget, you are unique. You are beautiful. And the Prophet you are the best among all nations, all people. So think about this, my dear brothers and my dear sisters, because in every difficulty, every hardship, there is an ease after that is coming. It's coming that may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect all of us. If you are unique, if you are unique, and you have to think the hadith the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, alaykum al-umam the nations will gather all of them all of them they will against you just like hungry animals come and eat from one dish and look at this hadith it's coming in true in reality now miracle the prophet told us about this look at the muslim world everybody attacking but still we have to think what we have to do you have to have a goal to solve the problem yourself because Allah is not going to change nation until the nations change themselves first. And Allah is a razak. Be brave because the difference between the brave and coward, the brave, he die once. And the coward, he die every second. Every second the coward. So be brave, my dear brothers and sisters, and always think, Allah is a razak. Allah is a razak. Then Allah will take care of you. The hadith, the people, those people will gather together against you. Just like hungry animals eating from one dish. And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi the sahaba, qali ya Rasulullah, in that time, O Messenger of Allah, in that time, we will be in small in number. And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, he said, no. You will be a big number, a huge number. The Muslim Ummah, 1.9 billion in the world now. Huge number. But the Prophet said, Allah Azza wa Jal will remove the fear from the heart of your enemy. And Allah will throw inside your heart the wahan, the weakness. What is this kind of weakness? And the Prophet said, Love the dunya. Attached to the dunya and you are afraid to die. So why? If I know that my life is so short and limited and I have a mission and goal and the Muslims I mentioned in the beginning we must have a mission and goal. Then you'll be in the safe side. Then you will know your way, what to do. Let's do together my dear brothers and sisters. Let's be positive. Let's be positive, not negative. Enough is enough. And be united. You will never be defeated. Yes, my dear brothers and sisters. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala join all our, our heart together and work for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Jazakumullah khairan wa salamu alaykum wa rahmatullah.